Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, Dodgers, Lakers, Patriots, and Rams podcast. Now we are on the NFL portion of the uh, podcast. So today for our offseason out previews of the 2019 offseason, Jordan and I will preview the AFC East teams, the NFC East teams, and the NFC West teams and team needs for each, and then breakout players for each team in each team in 2019 for the divisions, and also a brief recap of Super Bowl 53, and a lot of another news and notes around the NFL. So first off, let's start off with the Super Bowl 53 recap. So what were your overall thoughts in the Super Bowl between two of my favorite teams in the NFL, between the Patriots and the Rams? Yeah, that yeah, that definitely must have been tough for you to have both teams go at it, but mostly when I saw the game, it was it was very it was it was definitely a defensive battle. Those who like defense definitely got their money's worth. Those who like offense didn't didn't get their money's worth. Game for me was Mostly boring until Tom uh, Tom Brady threw that pass to Grunk to set up that one yard touchdown run by Sonny Michael. Defense definitely ruled that game. It wasn't wasn't really all that appealing for me. Yeah, I yeah. When it comes to football, I'll tell you this right now. I'm an offensive minded person when it comes to me watching football. But I love good defenses. But really, I love I love I love I love uh, entertaining offenses. That's why I'm an offensive minded person when it comes to football. Right, I mean that Super Bowl, Super Bowl, that Super Bowl was the lowest scoring in Super Bowl history. You, you know what I mean? Like I told you, I told you that I'm an offensive minded person when it comes to football. Same here. I definitely, I definitely wanted the score to be like 27 to 20 or something like, or 20 to 27, something like that. I wanted it to be higher. I wanted it to be Patriots 45, Rams 42. I wanted it to be a higher scoring game. And it, it was just, it was just shocking too, just how good the Patriots defense played the Rams. Because I'm thinking the Rams, you know, they got golf, they got Todd Gurley, they had Brandon Cook, they got almost everybody on offense, and they only scored three points. I was like, man, this Patriots defense, whew, they know how to step it up. The Rams defense is good too. I mean, it's and, led by Aaron Donald. I believe they're going to keep Lamarcus Joyner, so we're going to get to that in just a minute. So, with that being said, here now with a brief Super Bowl recap, let's not waste time and let's start off with. Previewing what's in store for the AFC East teams in the 2019 offseason. Let's start with the Patriots and what their needs are. So for me, the Patriots need a tight end, and also they those are my top two priorities for the Patriots in their team needs this offseason. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree with definitely agree with you there. Some of the I definitely agree with the Patriots. They need a, a, some better D linemen, a line a, a linebacker. You know, you don't know if Grunt's going to retire or not. Definitely look at tight end, also at wide receiver. And then my question of the day is, so if Gronk retires, do you think the Patriots will go free agency or draft? Or, And then the other question of the day is, will Tom Brady get a contract extension done this offseason to make sure that he plays for the Patriots until he's 45? Will the Patriots' defense be top five in the league under Shiano? And do you think the Rams will have – do you think the Patriots will have the number one ranked offense and defense in 2019? Well, I definitely see – I mean, if, the, if Gronk does, does decide to retire from the Patriots – I definitely see them drafting a young talent and then within time developing developing that person into a top tight end player. Um, I definitely see Tom Brady getting a contract ex- extension done this, this season. So just to keep him in place and knowing that he's going to be the quarterback. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I definitely feel like Tom Brady just definitely has like four more years left in him. I definitely can see him playing until he's like 45. Um, I mean, I mean, what what I saw in that Super Bowl. I mean, man, that, I think going into twenty nineteen. I mean, I I don't see why not the Patriots will have the number one uh, 
def- defense in the league. I just feel like if they if they get some if they get um a D lineman or a linebacker, the, the defense is just going to be out of this world. Yeah. So uh, you were saying that. What were, you, what were you saying again? Do you think the Patriots' defense will be? I, I, I see them. I see the Patriots' uh, defense being num- ranked number one in offense. Uh, in defense, I see. I see the Rams having the number one offense. Yeah, I think because now that Brian Flores left to coach the Dolphins, and then we talked about, and then Greg Schiano is now the defensive coordinator. Obviously, he and Belichick have a great relationship. So, um, I think that's going to be big, still big for the Patriots. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with with uh, with the Patriots having a new defensive coordinator, and you know, he you know he's had like like four of his defensive back at Ohio State, they were selected among, like, the first-round picks. So I definitely don't see a letdown in the Patriots' defense. Yeah, I think big things for the Patriots in 2019 for on offense and defensively. So um, we'll talk about the Rams and where they're going to rank on offense and defense later in the show. So with that being said here, um, we talked about team needs for the Patriots, and I also expect for the Patriots to retain some. And I, I meant was – I expect the Patriots to retain most of their free agents of their own. And I do expect them keeping Trey Flowers and Ryan Allen. Despite def- that they, they despite I know that they're gonna franchise tag Steven Gostowski. Yeah, I definitely I definitely I definitely see the Patriots keeping uh, a lot a lot of their free agents. Yeah, and I and then and then I do see that I do see a reunion with the with this player on the Patriots. I do think the Dolphins are gonna get rid of his salary. With Ryan Tannehill, and I think Danny Amendola is going to return to the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely feel that. I mean, Ryan Tannehill, his his time, I think his time is done with the Dolphins. I definitely see see them drafting, drafting. I see the Rams drafting a quarterback. You mean the Dolphins? I mean, I'm sorry, the Dolphins. I'm sorry. So, so I see the Dolphins drafting Drew Locke. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like he would be the best fit for best fit for the Dolphins. So, with that being said, here. Um, so, with that being said, here. Now that we talked about, we talked about what's in. We talked about the uh, team needs for the uh, Patriots and all that. And I did talk, and I did tell you that I do believe the Dolphins are going to release Amendola and that he's going to be back with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I can see. Great. I can see that happening. And what about? And you agree about the Dolphins releasing Ron Tannehill? Yeah, definitely. Uh, he, you know, he's been. I mean, he's had some injuries. Hasn't really played that well. I definitely see the Dolphins getting a new quarterback. I think that's what that's going to be their biggest need going into twenty going to the twenty nineteen season. Yeah, so we'll talk about the Dolphins in just a minute here. So, um, with the with the Patriots on my mock draft, I have them drafting Noah Fant, the tight end from Iowa. Yeah, like. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that pick. Uh, I kind of see them either Noah Fant or Irv Smith Jr. I like either two tight ends because Noah Fant's a rece- good receiving tight end, and uh, and Irv Smith Jr. A guy that I really like because he's an Alabama thing, you know. Yeah, uh, I th- like like with the Dolphins, I think like I said, I think their biggest need gonna be quarterback. So I, I think probably one of their probably one of the Best quarterback's gonna be around for for their pick. I like uh, Drew Drew Locke out of Missouri. I feel like you know the uh, Patri- uh, the Dolphins Dolphins they'll they'll try to go after him. 
So what do you think? Who do you think the Patriots get at number 32 at the draft? Do you see them getting Irv Smith Jr. or Noah Fan? I kind of I see him getting Noah Fan. I do too. So with that being said here, my breakout players for the Patriots in 2019 are Sony Michelle, Isaiah Wynn, and on defense, and also Joan Bentley. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, definitely agree with those. Uh, de- definitely agree with those players. I feel like those players are definitely um, 2019 going to really break out and uh, uh, return the Patriots back into the Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure, for sure on that. So now that being said, let's let's stay. Let's. Uh, Let's go on to the Washington Redskins and what they need. For me, their biggest needs are offensive linemen, uh, pass uh, linebacking, linebacking, and uh, secondary depth. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely with the O line because last season the Redskins, their O line, they, they they got beat up. It, it, I mean, the, the weirdest thing about this situation, it seemed like once. You know, we had Sheriff go out, Laval, Laval go out, Morgan Moses, Trent Williams. They both were injured. It seems they need they need to have better depth um, as linemen because it seemed like the guys they had they didn't really trust them and they ended up signing some guys off the street and then they ended up starting. Definitely going to need a wide receiver because I mean, Jock Doxson, in my opinion, I don't think he's a number one wide receiver. Uh, I feel, I see him being like a number two or number three. So I definitely see the, see the skins getting drafted in a wide receiver in the draft. Uh, second, secondary definitely needs help, especially safety, because we really don't have any – I mean, no starting safety is going to come back for the team. I mean, DJ Swearinger, he was cut. Ha-ha Quinn Dix, we traded for him from the Packers for a fourth-round pick. He didn't really do anything. So you're going into 2019 without a starting safety yet the last season. So definitely see them drafting the safety. But all the – and then at linebacker – one 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 of the players I would love to see back would be Preston Smith. You know, we he's he's been with us. We drafted him. He's been with us his whole career. I like the way he plays. Him and Ryan Kerrigan, they played well off each other. So I definitely see the Redskins making a pitch to uh, try to re-sign Preston Smith. With the Redskins, with their with my mock draft with the Redskins, I have them selecting Greedy Williams with the fifteenth pick in the twenty nineteen draft. Jeez, mm-hmm. Redskins, man, it's gonna be so tough because I feel like we need a quarterback. But thing is, should we draft a first uh, quarterback in the first round? I mean, I I feel like uh, man, I, I, I think they they're gonna get. In my opinion, I think they're gonna get a quarterback, possibly like uh, Daniel Jones, quarterback out of Duke. Since Smith expected to be out the whole season, I see them drafting. I see them drafting a quarterback. So with that being said, uh, my breakout players for the Redskins are on offense, Darius Geis, and on defense, Deron Payne. So breakout, def- offense, definitely I got two players to, two, two players to watch out. Definitely Dice going to have something to prove coming off an ACL injury. One person who, who I like and I think is going to replace, I think the Redskins are going to let wide receiver Jameson Crowder go. One player I'm looking out for is Trey Quinn. He's Mr. Mr. Irrelevant last last season. They feel like he can replace uh, Crowder, so I definitely like him on offense. On defense, got to go with the Bama boy, Jonathan Allen and uh, Deron Payne. They 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 going to do some good things in their second and third year. Absolutely. So my dad, my stepdad would like it when you said Trey Quinn because he's a, he's also a huge Trey Quinn fan when it comes to the Redskins. And uh, like I told you on the intro episode, uh, 
my stepdad is a huge Redskins fan and that when you meet him, you guys will talk Redskins football for sure. Yeah, I'm always, man, always love meeting new Redskins fan out there. We got to stick together. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys will be on the same page there. Now let's move on and talk about the L.A. Rams and what their offseason needs are. So really, I think they need lineback, outside linebackers and also secondary help. Yep, definitely line, linebacker, uh, DT, and definitely defensive backs. Uh, one, I mean, one of the things you think you think the Rams are going to try to resign and Dominican Sue? We'll see. I mean, the re, we'll see because I think what the Rams need is I think they need to extend Goff, they need to extend Peters, they need to extend Talib, they need to keep Joiner. So I do, but if Dominican Sue's asking too much, then maybe not because. Who I see what I with the Rams, I see them keeping uh keeping Fowler. And if Mark Barron gets cut, I see Samson Ebukam moving to middle linebacker. I see him and Corey Littleton pairing up together at as the middle linebacking duo with Wade Phillips's three four defense. And also I see the Rams with the thirty sec thirty first pick. I see them drafting Montez Sweat. Yeah. I mean Fowler. Fowler, I mean, I definitely, I definitely want, I definitely see the Rams resign him. Like, he's a phenomenal player. Also, I also love, would love them to see, uh, see them sign Joyner again. But yeah, the Rams, I, I kind of see them. I feel like in the first round they're gonna draft an edge rusher, possibly like uh, Jalen Ferguson out of Louisiana Tech. I feel like he might, like if, if if they don't resign Fowler, I see them possibly going for like Jalen Ferguson, an edge rusher. No, I'm telling you, I, I do see the Rams keeping Fowler, but I, I see uh, Samson Ebukai moving to middle linebacker. They're, the Rams are going to keep Corey Littleton for sure, and I do think uh, Montez Sweat will be will be the Rams' pick at 31. I really like that kid, by the way. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he definitely, definitely player to look out for. I, he, that definitely definitely could happen. So with that, so with that being said, here is. Uh, with the Rams, I think they're going to retain LaMarcus Joyner, Roger Saffold, and C.J. Anderson. And also, we got confirmation yesterday that the Ram- that Andrew Whitworth is coming back for at least one more season. Yeah, that's good. Whitworth definitely one of the definitely one of the um, definitely a, definitely a good uh, left left tackle for the team. Yeah, I'm for happy, sure. I'm happy to see him come back. Yeah, with that being said here, my breakout players for the Rams heading into 2019 is uh, on offense is Joseph Noteboom and on defense, John Franklin Myers. Yeah, I like I like I like those breakout. I like those breakout players. I would have to agree with you there. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to both those guys stepping up next season. I do see with Whitworth coming back, I kind of see the Rams during the season experimenting Rob Havenstein at left tackle. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely could see, I could see, I could see, I could see that because you think, do you think after this season, Whitworth might retire? Yeah, I think after next, after this season's over, I think Whitworth might retire. But I expect big things from the Rams in 2019, this this upcoming season. Yeah, I expect them. I expect the Rams to go back to the Super Bowl next season. It's gonna be Rams Patriots into the Super Bowl again. Deja vu. Because I think it's gonna be deja vu again for both my teams. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you know the Patriots are my true blue team, but the Rams are my secondary team since they're LA. Yeah, I mean Patriots. You know said that. I'm sorry. You, you know what I meant when I said that. Right, right. I know what you mean. So 
we talked about breakout players for the for the rent for the uh, Rams already. Now let's finish up the rest with the AFC. So let's go talk. Let's talk about the two New York teams. Let's start with the let's go to the Bills and Jets. So let's start with the Buffalo Bills. I think their needs are on their team needs are is for sure they need offensive help and they need uh they need offensive help to develop Josh uh, Allen and I think they need a replacement for Kyle. Williams, and I think they need a number two corner to complement uh, Tradavius White. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Bills definitely gonna definitely gonna be looking looking at quarterback. Definitely looking at D lineman. Um, Bills. See, it's so tough. It's so, it's so tough when you're when you're in the AFC AFC West when you have the Patriots because it seems like no matter what you do, the Patriots always make it. But you meant the AFC East. I, I mean AFC East. Uh, I mean. They definitely need a quarterback and D lineman. Yeah, I, I, I see. I see the Bills doing some things in the draft. So yeah. So so when it comes to the Bills, my breakout players are Josh Allen and then and then Tremaine Edmonds and also uh, Tre'Davious White. Yeah, breakout player. I agree with Josh Allen. I think he's going to do something twenty nineteen. And then I think the the Bills also need a running back too to kind of help put the pressure off of Lashawn McCoy since Lashawn McCoy is kind of getting old. Yeah, he's yeah he's getting old. You know, once you take those hits, when you're like over thirty, it's hard for you to get back up on your feet. So very well, see them getting a running back. So and then uh, and then with that being said, let's talk about the Jets. Similar to the Bills, they need they and then and then before we talk about the Jets, I have the the Bills getting Jonah Williams at nine to to help solidify that offensive line to protect uh, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a great, that'll be a great pick for the bills. And then uh, with that being said, let's now talk about the jets. So I have the jets at number three, taking Josh, Josh Allen from Kentucky. And I think their team needs are, is to, to get to uh, help get targets for Sam Donald and also get offensive line help. Yeah, they definitely just definitely need some offensive line help. I have to agree with you in the draft. I definitely see them getting Josh Allen. I think he's a great pass rusher, and he can move. He can move well in space to make plays against the running cover. So I definitely like him. Yeah, for sure, for sure on for sure on what for sure what you said there. So, um, and then I also think the Jets could also add. I think adding uh, Josh Allen would help solidify their defense. I think J- Greg Williams is going to make him an elite player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, so that being said, um, with that being said, here, um, my break, my breakout, I, I also my breakout players for the Jets this off season are the my breakout players for the Jets in 2019 are on offense it's Sam Donald and on defense it's Leonard Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely see. Definitely see Sam Donald. He gonna. Yeah. Definitely, definitely like court. I mean, I definitely see Sam Donald taking that next step uh, next season. No, last season I mean, look as well, but I think after that experience, he's, he's going to do something next season. I lo- I definitely look out for him. Who, Darnold and and uh, Leonard Williams? Yeah, I see both of them. I see both of them stepping up next year. And now let's go on to the uh, Miami Dolphins. So I think we already know what their team needs are. I for sure see them cutting Ryan Tannehill and Ryan. I for sure cut. I for sure see the Dolphins cutting Ryan Tannehill and Danny Amendola. 
And I yeah. think their team needs are as a court is a quarterback and also offensive line and also a number two corner to help Xavier Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some of the needs, like you said, a quarterback, definitely, definitely at DN and at definitely at wide receiver. Uh, saying that uh, at Dolphins, some of their needs they're gonna need definitely a quarterback, a defensive end, and a wide receiver. So with that being said, here is uh, my breakout player for the Dolphins in 2019 is on offense. It's uh, on offense, it's Mike Gusecki, and on defense, it's Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, definitely, I definitely like those players right there. Probably. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I see. Yeah, the players you name, I like them. You you met you you like you like those picks on for the Dolphins breakout stars in twenty nineteen. Minka Fitzpatrick and Mike Gusecki. Yeah, I see those, and, and yeah, yeah, I see the, both of those guys. So now that being said, let's move on to your division. Now we talked about the the Redskins and all their breakout stars. So with that being said, I know Redskins fans are not going to like us talking about it. Let's preview what's in store for the Dallas Cowboys in 2019. So, so their team needs, I think they need is targets for Dak Prescott. And I think they need uh, secondary help for sure. Top two priorities for the Cowboys in 2019 for their offseason needs. Yep. They, they definitely, they definitely want to keep uh, Dak Prescott. I mean, it pains me to say this, but you know, he, he plays, he plays well with the Cowboys. So definitely linking him and keeping him to a long-term extension is going to be, one of their biggest needs. Um, line, I think they're O-line. O, their O-line, I mean, they're pretty steady. They know how to get it together. I mean, I definitely see uh, one of the – probably the biggest need. Yeah, they yeah. – Yeah, they need offensive line help for sure and secondary help for sure when it comes to the Cowboys. So, I do, I do see them getting – I do see them targeting Earl Thomas. Since they yeah. don't have a first round pick this year, right? I mean, I remember, I remember in the past, uh, uh, Jerry Jones he was he was trying to he, he was trying to get Earl Thomas, but but I, that couldn't fall through. So they might make the pitch this uh, this coming season to get him on the team. Yeah, for sure. So uh, with that being said, here my breakout player on the Cowboys this year is on offense. It's Ezekiel Elliott, and on defense is Leighton Vander Esch. I mean, yeah, I like. I mean, Zeke. Great running back, be a great running back in the in you know in years to come. Always going to be the Cowboys' main target and weapon. Absolutely. So, with that being said, here I do think the Cowboys are going to extend Dak Prescott for sure. Yeah, that's that's going to be the Cowboys. That's Jerry Jones going to be. His, that's going to be his main concern is trying to extend him and make him the quarterback of the future, like Romo was. And then I also think the Cowboys will also extend Amari Cooper, and I also see them keeping Cole Beasley. Yeah, Cole Beasley plays great with them. That was a great acquisition from the Cowboys when they traded to get Cooper from the Raiders, gave him that extra push to 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 get in the playoffs last season. And I also think I also think uh, for the Redskins, I do see them keeping uh, Adrian Peterson. Oh yeah, definitely did to help uh, put pressure off of Darius Geis. Yeah, I think they definitely, like you said, that's gonna one of the risk, one of the things Redskins is gonna do. They're gonna keep Adrian Peterson, kind of, kind of like you know, be a mentor to Dice and kind of ease Dice uh, back back onto the field. I mean, Adrian Peterson, he still has it. I know a lot of people question, but he still has it. 
now with that being said, let's preview what's in store for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2019. So I think they're going to need a running back. I see them drafting with the 25th pick in the draft, Darrell Henderson from Memphis. I mean, I think one of the biggest things the Eagles going to need, I feel like they're going to need some defensive line help. Um, I know I, uh, Brandon Graham is going to the free agency, and then like Chris Long and Michael Bennett, they're in the twilight of their career. So I definitely see uh, the Eagles stepping up at D-lineman. So I do think when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles, um, I, I see them uh, keeping Brandon Graham because I think Brandon Graham's a guy that I think they really want to keep around for a long time. I think he's a guy that's really an anchor and leader in that defense. Definitely strong possible, definitely strong possibility. Uh, Graham coming back, but nowadays you just never know. And I also see uh, my bold prediction this year for the Eagles is I believe that Carson Wentz is going to win comeback Player of the Year in 2019, and I see him and I see the Eagles giving him a contract extension at some point because yeah. he had an MVP type season in his second year prior to him getting hurt. Yeah, I definitely see Carson Wentz coming back, being a comeback player of the year, Eagles breakout player. So, I mean, I just hope, hope hopefully if he comes back, he doesn't get hurt again because now it just seems like I remember there was always this talk with Eagles like, okay, should you go with Foles or should you go with Wentz? So, I mean, I would roll the dice on Carson Wentz. I mean, I love what Nick Foles did, won them the Super Bowl, but Wentz is the future. Yeah, Carson Wentz is the future of the Eagles. So he's – Doug Peterson said that Carson Wentz is their guy going forward. So my breakout players for the Eagles in 2019 is Carson Wentz and Dallas Goddard on offense and on defense. It's Avante Avante Maddox. Yeah, Maddox Maddox is a beast. I definitely look 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 for big big things for him this season. And I also I also expect the Eagles to keep uh, Brandon Graham and Chris Long. Yeah, Chris Long. Yeah, Chris Long. I definitely, I definitely like him. I definitely see the Eagles keeping him, and I definitely see him retiring with the Eagles. But are you, are you, are you saying that you think the Eagles will keep Brandon Graham? I mean, I definitely, I definitely think the Eagles they they're gonna keep him. I feel like he's a great player, and he's and I and I feel like they can lead him back. They can he can lead the Eagles back into the Super Bowl. And then uh, you agree with my offensive. Uh... Breakout players and, and Carson Wentz and uh, Dallas Goddard because oh, both yeah. of them had the connection at South Dakota State. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with you there, both of those players. And do you agree with the pick they get? They get Darrell Henderson, the running back from Memphis. Yeah, I could, I could see them. Uh, yeah, they definitely, yeah, they, they, they definitely going to need a running back with Wentz. So I definitely see them, see, see them getting him. I also see the Eagles keeping uh, Jay Ajaye and Darren Sproles and Golden Tate. Yeah, that yeah, the Eagles they definitely needed to go and take. That was a good, uh, good trade they got. They with him. It was a good trade from the Lions. So Tate, they definitely, they definitely need to keep him because definitely going coming into twenty nineteen, he's going to be the number one wide receiver. Absolutely. With that being said, let's move on to the New York Giants and talk about what their off season needs are. I think they're going to need to get a quarterback because I think this is the last year that Eli Manning will play. I think. I think the the Giants are going to draft Dwayne Haskins, have him have him redshirt for one year under Eli, and then his sophomore season he will be their starting quarterback. I mean, I, I personally I personally feel like this could be Eli Manning's last season in the NFL. I mean, his he, his play has just gone down. I definitely see them getting uh, Dwayne Haskins. 
and like you you know have Eli mentor him, sit out like they did uh like Alex Smith and um Patrick Mahomes did. I kind of see that similar situation happening in New York for the Giants. Absolutely, that's why I have the Giants at six, getting Dwayne Haskins at six. Yeah, I see. Yeah, the the, the Giants they're making certain finding a quarterback to replace Eli. That's going to yeah, be the that's biggest concern. Be their big need this season for the Giants. Yep, I couldn't agree with you more. So that being said, here for the Giants, um, I think they're going to lose Landon Collins. I first, I I do think the Giants are going to target uh, and sign Tyron Matthew to a free agent deal because I think Tyron Matthew is very familiar with defensive with the with Giants defensive coordinator James Betcher. Yeah, Landon. I think Landon Landon Collins Landon Collins he's not going to come back to New York. It's funny because I remember uh, reading somewhere that he said one of his true goals was to be a Redskin, but I don't think the Redskins will have the money to sign him. But um, I definitely, do you think def- the Redskins will have the money to sign? Uh, Landon? I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if they're going to have the money because they, we only have like I think like fourteen million left in the salary cap. So I know Collins is the top player. I don't, I don't think, I don't know if the Redskins will have the money to sign him for the money he might look for. Yeah, so that being said here, um, my breakout players for the Giants are on offense, it's Evan Ingram, and on defense, Lorenzo Carter. Yep, I yep, I yep, I definitely agree agree with those picks right there. So, and now with that being said, let's go back to the NFC West and let's break down what the Seattle Seahawks need this offseason. So I have the Seattle Seahawks finishing in second place behind the LA Rams in the division in twenty nineteen. And they make the playoffs again. Yeah, the Seahawks, they definitely going to make the playoffs. Definitely like uh, Russell Russell Wilson. He always finds a way, always finds a way to get his team into the postseason. So that's why I see the Seahawks making it to the playoffs, but they're not going to keep up with the Rams. No, they're not. I mean, they, they, gonna, I mean, Seahawks, I mean, Rams up top, Seahawks. I mean, they're definitely going to finish second place. But, I mean, I think, I think the Rams are going to win the division by like three, four games. Or more. I think the Rams are going to win the NFC West by a lot in 2019. So expect big things from the Rams in 2019. And then Seattle will finish in second place. San Francisco will get third. And then I think Arizona will get last. But I think both the 49ers and Cardinals will have 500 seasons now. Because I think Cliff Kingsbury is going to make uh, Josh Allen into an elite quarterback. So Josh Rosen into an elite quarterback. So we'll talk about the Cardinals in just a a little bit here. Yep. 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 So, uh, so with the Seahawks, I think they need is receivers for Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Russell Wilson he doesn't really have anybody to throw to. So going into the draft, probably one of the, one to be going to be one of their biggest needs is to get some wide receiver help. And what about some offensive line help for the Seahawks? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't really haven't really protected Russell Wilson. I've seen Russell Wilson doing a lot of scattering, getting around, uh, getting out of the pocket. So they definitely need to lock up there and protect their quarterback. And I do think, even though I also think the Seahawks will find a way to extend Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, they they have to. They they, they got to keep Russell. even though he's on a contract year again. So I expect the Seahawks to somehow give him another extension because he's really their leader of their team, and he is my favorite player when it comes to the Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson. Yeah, you definitely got to keep Russell Wilson. I mean, even though some people some people say that he's a short quarterback, but hey, he finds a way to get it done. He does find a way to get things done. And uh, my breakout players for the Seattle Seahawks in 2019 is, on offense, it's Rashad Penny. And on defense, Shaquem Griffin. Shaquem oh. one-armed Griffin. 
I mean, Shakreem Griffin, I mean, that guy. I mean, I remember when I first heard about it, I was like, man, that's a, that's a great story. And then when I saw his first NFL game, I was like, man, this guy can play. Like, don't under – never underestimate somebody. And also, Robbie Wagner really is their leader and anchor of the defense now since the LOB is gone. And I think now that – now that uh, Earl Thomas is going to be a Cowboy, I think the only one on that LOB left is Cam Chancellor. Yeah, man, I remember the LOB. Man, that was that was a great team. But all great teams, they have to end. But yeah, all that's all that's all they have left. So now, so you agree with those picks? Who I think are breaking out for the Seahawks? Yep, uh, I, I, yep, I agree with them. And then when it comes to the draft, I have the Seahawks drafting Byron Murphy so that he compliments, uh, he compliments Shaquille Griffin at the left corner. Yeah, I like that pick, but I, I, I also wouldn't be surprised if they draft uh, safety Jonathan Ambram at a at Mississippi State since they're going to lose Earl Thomas. I, the Seahawks they could draft the safety to replace Earl Thomas. I see the Seahawks drafting a safety in the second round in the draft. Well, first, uh, well, first or second round, they definitely going to draft a safety. I say second round, the Eagle, the Seahawks get a safety. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of lead more to like maybe pop, maybe the first round them drafting the safety. Just and I have them getting, they had Earl Thomas. And I do have the Seahawks getting Byron Murphy at pick twenty-one when they get when they are on the clock in the two thousand nineteen NFL draft. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, I can see, I can see the Seahawks going either way on their draft picks. And now with that being said, let's move on to a team up north in California, the San Francisco 49ers. So. Really, this is another head coach like McVay, former Redskins offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan. I think he is going to get better and better as the head coach of the 49ers. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. When he first got to 49ers, they were kind of they kind of didn't know where they wanted to go. And then like uh, last year, they they got you know they were able to get Richard Sherman. So I think, and then of course uh, Jimmy G had a you know had an ACL injury. So I think this this coming season they're gonna. They're gonna like you know get their way get their way up there you know I think you know just more of like see where Jimmy G is at and just uh, try to develop more in the season. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna have a much bounce back season, and I think that ACL injury was very fortunate. But I now think the 49ers will have a record around the 500 range. So expect I could see that too. Yeah, like around like year. maybe eight and eight, seven and nine, possibly. But I see more like eight and eight. Yeah, eight and eight for the 49ers. And and with that being said here, when it comes to the 49ers and all that, I think they're going to draft uh, – they need defensive line help. So when it comes to my mock draft with the second pick in the 2019 NFL draft, I have the San Francisco 49ers selecting Quinnen Williams, the defensive tackle from Alabama. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. Like, man, I've, I've seen some of his games at Bama – Man, he was a major headache for those opposing offense. So I, if Forty Nineers, they want to, you know, they want to step it up in years to come. I would take him. Yeah, and that means DeForest Buckner will 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 go to defensive end, and I think Quinnen Williams will will be a guy that could anchor the inside. Oh yeah, definitely. He he he, he definitely gonna cause the problems for those running backs. Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, my breakout players for the Forty ers in 2019 are on offense, Jimmy Garoppolo, and on defense is DeForest Buckner. Yep, I agree with you both, Big Jimmy Garoppolo, he definitely, coming off the injury, he definitely wants to prove a point. 
I also think Matt Breida and George Kittle are going to continue to get better. Oh yeah, I could, I could, I could see. I, I was watching some of their games uh, last season. And I kind of, kind of could see something good to come with those those players. So you, so you, you, so you think Matt Breida and George Kittle will have breakout years? For I think the 49ers they will. in 2019 because both of them are very good players. I think they will. So with that being said, here uh, with the 49ers, um, do you see them making a trade for Ant- for Antonio Brown? Uh, for for I mean one thing. I mean, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't be surprised because I, I do feel like the 49ers, they, 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 they do need a big physical wide receiver to help with Jimmy Garoppolo. So I definitely wouldn't be surprised if they did. I mean, in forty nine, in, in you know the benefits of going to San Francisco, you know, you're you're in California, it's nice and sunny. And the forty nine ers, they do have a, they do have a team that. Could come that could compete in like a few years. So I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers made that pitch and tried to get Antonio Brown. That could be, man. I mean, we'll see. We'll see about that. So with that being said, here when it comes now that we talked about what's in store for the 49ers this this off season, let's talk about the Arizona Cardinals. First things first. I have the Arizona Cardinals getting uh, Nick Bosa at number one. Yeah, I think he's going. He's the clear as of right now. I think he's the clear favorite of being the number one, number one overall pick. He he is the clear favorite to be the number one pick in the draft. I don't see the Cardinals drafting Kyler Murray because I know Cliff Kingsbury is yeah. really high on him, but I think Cliff Kingsbury already made it clear that Josh Rosen is their guy for the Cardinals going forward. Because I do think the Arizona Cardinals have found their 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 quarterback of their own in Josh Rosen. Oh yeah, Rosen. He yeah. He, he, I expect big things for him. To, Big things for him. Like he's going, he's going to be great. And they just signed Charles Clay. I think that's going to help develop Josh Rosen into a good quarterback. But do you see the Cardinals like the 49ers being eight and eight? Uh, as I mean, as of now, no. In years to come, I can I would kind of lean towards the Cardinals making name for self, but not now. Yeah, they still kept. They still have Larry Fitzgerald. I do think. David Johnson will be a guy to to watch out for because I think when healthy he is a beast. Oh yeah, David Johnson. Man. I remember. I remember when I first first heard of him. I was like, man, that guy can play. And the next season, I had him on my fantasy team. Man, he gave me a ton of points, helped me win that league. So David Johnson, yeah, he gonna be he he, he gonna be around. He, he I like him. So that being said, here, so you think Nick Bosa will be the number one pick in the draft for the Cardinals? Hands down, he's gonna be number one. And with that being said, here is uh, my breakout players for the Cardinals in 2019 are on offense, it's Josh Rosen, and on defense, Buda Baker. Yep, I I I, I like both of those players. They they I like both of their players. They they're gonna do something in 2019. But they're not. They're gonna but at the same time. They're not gonna keep up with the Rams. Right. I mean, the Rams the Rams are gonna be number one. Like you know, we we all know that. But three three to five years. We could we could see 49ers and Cardinals being number one in the probably, in division. In their division pro- divi- one or two in their division, I should say. Probably not, because the Rams are gonna be good for a long time. Yeah, I mean they might, but you never know. Sometimes with injuries, you just never know. Like we we sometimes we think that team might be good for like X amount of years and and they break up faster than you expect. So you just never know. Yeah, absolutely for sure. So uh with that being said here, when we talked about breakout players and all that, let's Let's do our reaction about Joe Flacco being 
going to the Broncos. So what do you think? Did you think John Elway just did a gamble right here? I mean, when, when I first when I first heard that trade, I, it was definitely a shock. I mean, I, I mean, one, one thing, one thing, one thing when the Rams, well, I mean, I'm sorry, when the Broncos made that pick, it definitely told me that okay, they're definitely moving on from Case Keenum. I mean, Flacco. I mean, I just don't – honest, truthfully, in Denver, I don't see them like – I don't really think this helps or hurts them. I feel like it's just about the same quarterback. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I wasn't surprised that Flacco got traded to the Broncos. I was just surprised to that team because, I mean, I don't think this trade helps them in any way. I still think they're going to do about the same they did last season. Yeah, I don't think it's going to help them either way. I think John Oley just gambled right here. I do think Denver will find its quarterback in the future in this draft or maybe next year's draft because next year's draft is going to be a heavy quarterback class and all yeah. that. So we'll take just, out just, the – Yeah, it just sucks with the Broncos because ever since Peyton Manning won in that Super Bowl retired, it seems like every single season they, they get some – they get a new quarterback. So they need to find a way to find a guy in their future, you know, like in the draft or something, you know. So now that we talked about Andrew Whitworth, and he's already returning the Rams, so we don't have to address the question about who will replace him at left tackle if he retires. So we'll take that question out. So with that being said, let's talk about our rule changes for the 2019 season in the NFL. For me, I want the NFL to eliminate ties because it's, it hurts the team's playoff chances. It'll be better for our game. And I think the, my proposal, the new overtime rule, is just eliminate ties. You still play a 15-minute overtime period. You still get a coin toss and kickoff. And if the 15, if, if both teams fail to score in the 15-minute overtime period, I see them going into sudden death with the next score winning the game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, one rule. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely like, I definitely like that rule change. One rule change I always, always, always kind of wanted um, to change. Oh, shit. Man, what? Damn, I can't. Oh, hold on. It'll come back to me. I, I got to think about it. I just had it. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I can't think of it. Oh, yeah. I, I got to come back to it. I lost it. So what were you saying? And I love. I, I had my rule change and I lost it. Uh, was it was your rule change like you wanted more instant replay reviews? Oh yes, stuff? it maybe maybe uh, like like the play at the um, the, the Brand State game. Maybe maybe possibly looking into like rule, ruling like calls on the field like that pass interference because that was clearly a pass interference call that they missed out. So maybe a rule change could be like an instant replay where they could review like pass interference calls. Yeah, I, absolutely. They got to review pass interference calls more often. So I think I agree with I I agree with that for sure. So with that being said, let's do a full on preview of the scouting combine now that we now that we touched on rule changes in the NFL that we want to see. Oh yep. So I think when it comes to the combine, I'm looking forward to seeing who Bill Belichick, Coach McVay, and also uh, and Coach McVay uh, interview, and also Coach Gruden. Yep. Uh. You know, that, that'd be both um, Rams and Pacers. They definitely going, you know, trying to get back to the Super Bowl. So combine definitely, definitely going to look to, you know, talk to the players and recruit them and see what they're about. And hopefully it can be a good fit for their team. Absolutely. So we'll talk about next week, which 
which which pro days that Belichick and Gruden and also uh, McVeigh will go to. But I do think heading into the season, uh, Jay Gruden's on the hot seat for the Redskins. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, throughout his throughout his tenure in Washington, he's been here five seasons. He had one playoff berth, and then I mean, when he won the division back in 2015, I mean, the, the NFC East wasn't really all that good. So he was able to bail out and win there, but ever since then, it's just been about the same. Coming, coming, Redskins coming into the season with high expectations. They start off well. They start off with like six and three records, but then they just not able to get it done. So, if if he doesn't, if he doesn't get the team to the playoffs, he's going to be out as the head coach. Yeah, absolutely. With that being said, my final NFL thought is: I think the Patriots are going to repeat as Super Bowl champs, and they're going to play the Rams again in the Super Bowl. I mean, going 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 into this season, I see same thing like you, Rams and Patriots going back to the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I, I'm a, I mean, I, I can see the Rams like you know, I can see the Rams winning the Super. Bowl. I see, I, I think, I think McVay can get his team back together and they can win. Absolutely. So with that being said, here we'll take another quick break, and when we come back, we're going to do the MLB segment to end it, and then we'll resume our NFL and MLB, NFL and uh, NBA talks next week. 